0: Welcome back to the Barca Breakdown. Please smash that subscribe button to bring up our, you know, spirits after this terrible, terrible loss against Bayern Munich, knocking us out of the Champions League after uh, Benfica just beat Dynamo Kiev 2-0. This is just overall an awful performance by Barcelona, and I was just tragically, tragically hurt by it because at the end of the day here, I wouldn't mind if we lost against Bayern. In fact, I predicted we were going to lose against Bayern, but the way we lost, our performance overall was just just downright bad, Adam. And I know you already have your gripes about Javi's starting lineup, so let's get straight into that. What did you find wrong with his lineup coming out into this game? Well, you know, I, I don't know if I had too many gripes. I mean, this is the
1: issue, right, is that we're just we're playing with an awful team. And so there's just not that many players in there that that Javi has the chance to start, right? So you think about Alba getting hurt, right We have to put in Mingueza, who clearly is not good as like a left or right back, more as like a you know right center back, left center back. And so he was outmatched on the wings. You think about how we sold Emerson this summer and then of course all the injuries we know we don't have Pedro to play. We don't have uh, Braithwaite, Aguero. So it's a really limited True. choice. And, you know, we're always towing this line of, like, how much do you criticize the manager versus what the team is dealt, right? Like how, what cards they're dealt to uh, to employ on this on the field. And, uh, you know, I thought it was a little bit odd that we had Dembele line up as the left winger. Um, I feel like for most of his career and most of his success, he's been a right winger. So I immediately thought that was a bit odd, especially when you think about, you know, Alfonso Davies being on that right side side. Uh, like facing the right side attacker and so I thought having Serginio Dest there was very bad and as the game started we saw Dest just get outmatched a lot of times like he's not a natural right winger and he does fairly well as a right back and so I thought it was a little bit suspect how we had Araujo as you know basically the right back in that back four Um, but you know you can pick apart all of these decisions and get upset um, at the the, the you know how we employed some small decisions here or there but there really wasn't that many other options right like that's what's so hard and frustrating about analyzing this team is that you can't be that critical of, e- of the manager when the team is just playing so poorly and there are some increases in like uh, pressing in um, just overall the amount we run with Xavi as compared to Komen. but then you just come and compare that to Bayern Munich Just an incredible side. Just so much better than us that it's really not fair for us to compete. I mean, they beat us 3-0 at home and away in the Champions League this season. And you just see their players. And Thomas Muller came out and he had a quote I thought that summarized it well. Muller said, I think Barca can't cope with the intensity. Technically, they have it all. They are great players tactically and technically. But they can't cope with the intensity in top football. And that's just so true and something we've been saying for so many years. And, you know, as we've started to use more youthful players... Right, like if you go back to Anfield or you go back to um, Roma, you you could see that in those second legs when the, when the opposing team, either Roma or Liverpool, were really pressing us hard and really challenging us. A lot of our players crumbled, and there was a question of well, sure. okay, how much of it is their physicality and intensity and in training versus how much of it is like a mental fortitude issue? Where you know after we had the the losses to PSG four oh like you know that was like five years ago now, then we lost to. Um, Juve in the Champions League, and then we lost to Roma. Yeah, there was a question of like how much of these players just got hit in the mouth and then they're afraid to go at it? Or is it the training issue? And as we put in more young players uh, who supposedly would help us be quicker and be more ready uh, on an intensity level to, to play in these big games against the top teams in Europe, we're just not there. And so I really do think that, you know, Muller captured it well. Just in these games against big opponents, not only do we not have the players. Uh, and the experienced players we need to compete. But there's just like a a physical level that we're not ready to compete at. You just see Sané kind of throwing around Gavi at one point and and Dembele. And you just see uh, Davies running through our side with just so much of a quick pace and, uh, and endurance throughout the whole game that we don't have. And it's just so frustrating because... Of the improvements Javi has made, I think we're always seeing that the first 20 minutes or so of, of the games under Javi have been really good. Even this game against Bayern, sure, we didn't score, but up until that Jordi Alba injury in like the 25th minute, the team looked decent. Right. We, we were putting up a fight against Bayern Munich. And then after that, we just really, really slow down. The players can't make simple passes. And it just makes me think that we're, we're just lacking something on the training side and, the, and like the, the physicality side to compete. And it's um, it's tough because the game changes. And I do worry sometimes that the more you know, the, the players in the mold of Xavi and Iniesta, if they were playing today, would have a harder and harder time against just these these monsters that you see out there for Bayern Munich and mm-hmm. Liverpool and these other teams. And so it's really it's going to be on the team to train players better, like physically, a- as well as you know that we might have to start looking for a, a little bit of a different profile. I think Gavi is a good player who is you know he's he's well built and he has some of that that core strength and and that um, just overall muscle on his body that can that can withstand some of this onslaught, but. Overall, you just see our players get run over, and uh, it was just – it was an awful game, Use.
0: Yeah, I was not happy watching this game. And you bring up some good points, right? Like, our team cannot uh, – we cannot face the brute force that comes off this Byron team, right? A lot of these times, you know, uh, Busquets was getting hit around a few times, and he falls to the floor many times and hurt, gets hurt. Um, but, you know, I was just – I was just baffled at some of the hard passes or the bad passes from the players It just didn't seem like they were placing anything appropriately well, it, it was, seemed like we dude, were Dude f- that was what also uh-huh.
1: pissed me off right Memphis Depay has been absent for 2 months now <laughs> right? we haven't seen <laughs> him sure. really score any goals besides penalties we haven't seen him really create anything offensively and is it because we're playing him as a striker and that's not his posi- position yes but that doesn't take away from the fact that you know he's really offering almost nothing effective And you look at even those first 25 or so minutes that I said were fairly good, I mean, really, it was just about, hey, let's try to kick a long ball to Dembele and have him run and, you know, compete against their defenders and goalie. And that's not really a sustainable method for scoring. And like you're saying, we couldn't compete. We couldn't complete some fairly basic passes. Anytime we got the ball, it was like immediately. Oh, my God, Byron are around us. What are we going to do? Let's give it up. And. You know, you just see you see some of the, the issues we saw for so many years. And, and you know, it, it is a testament to how good Messi is that we were able to compete, right? We were a game away from a Champions League final and, and almost a treble, what, two seasons ago. Um, and, you know, Busquets looked old. Piquet's looking old. Um, Mingueza and Lenglet on that first goal where Thomas Muller headed it in, they did nothing there to defend the ball. On on the second goal, Ter Stegen just, just messed up, right? Like, Ter Stegen is getting... Um, over the hill of his best years. And it's just sad because we <laughs> thought Ter Stegen would be a rock in the back of our defense for years to come. And it just feels like for two or three seasons now, he's steadily declining. Uh, you know, the list of good positives from this game are are so small compared to the negatives. And it's hard because you don't want to be too negative. Uh, but, you know, the reality is we're going to the Europa League, right? I would troll Arsenal <laughs> fans of my friends for so long because if they're going to the Europa League, you know, and, and to have it come home to Barca is really treacherous, um, it, even winning the Europa League, right, Sevilla's in it, West Ham are in it, West Ham are a really good team in England, like, I don't think it's a- at all uh, a lock that will make the semifinals or finals of the Europa League, and so, sure. you know, the team really is going to have to to focus and try and get top four in La Liga, that's our only chance back in the Champions League, and if we don't, it's going to be really hard to attract some players in the next few off seasons.
0: But overall, dude, like, I, all those are great points, but overall, we just can't score. Yep. I'm watching this team time and time again, Dembele skyrocketing in a shot right in front. Uh, nothing, No attempts, no shots on goal, nothing creative, nothing opening up space. That Alfonso Davies goal, he was wide open, late challenge on him, uh, just was able to place it. With great power and uh, a little drop on the ball, and just you know, he had the time and the space to do that. None of our players are doing that. We get in front of the box, we're play- passing it around. No open space. Nobody's making runs. A lot of times, uh, our players get a pass, but they just stand there. They don't even run towards the ball. Mm-hmm. They don't force that that challenge from the defense. And also, Barcelona usually is a team that can maintain possession and uh, kind of tire some teams out. But dude, we I think. I think we came out with like 30% possession in this game, which is god-awful. Our, our midfield couldn't hold on to the ball, couldn't uh, preserve any passing, couldn't create space. I don't know. I I, there was, I can't say there's really any positive coming out of this game. I had really hoped that Benfica might just snub one and lose this game against Kiev, or they were going to draw, and we would have some chances. But maybe it's for the best that this result is going to happen this way, because we really... Need to uh, get hit with reality here, and well, so But, many, so y- but many that's times the issue, right?
1: Uh-huh. Like, if we cut through the, all of the 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 immediate issues we see with this team, what it really comes down to is, you know, oh, this has to be our quote unquote rock bottom. It's like, dude, our rock bottom was at Roma, right? It was losing to PSG <laughs> 4-0 and barely coming back with that 6-1. It was losing to Juventus the year after. It was losing at Anfield. It was losing to Bayern Munich 8-2 uh, in that you know Champions League uh, during the covid season but there's and one huge difference well, no, but the, we the don't have messi is, though, the, the really the thing here uh-huh. is that the batimetu screwed our club and the issues that we've seen, like true. none of this stuff, if you go back to us after Anfield and you say, hey, is our issue that our players aren't physical enough, that our old guard isn't challenged anymore and they're just kind of walking through these games, and that when we come against opposition who might be better than us, we can never seem to win as the underdog, we would have said, yes, that's true. And, you know, three, four years on, that's still the same case. And so uh, it, it's sure. it gets a little bit tiresome because Bartomeu dug us into this hole that we can't seem to get out of, but none of the issues we're facing are like that – hard for us to believe because we've known these issues for so long and so in a sense like we should have already hit this rock bottom in the last few years and and there's just no club uh that's a top level club like us right Bayern Munich uh Man City you know Chelsea uh there's no club that's at this level who's has been run so poorly in the last five six years and so it's just it's uh, despicable. Now the idea is now that <laughs> Laporta and Javi will be the ones to usher in a new era, and I, I fully believe in Javi, and I think it's really short sighted for all these people coming out like, oh, aren't you? Don't don't you guys feel dumb that you wanted Coman out? Javi's just as bad. It's like, okay, let's take a pause. Komen had a season with Messi, uh, and that's why he won the Copa del Rey and almost won the. Um, La Liga title last season. This year, Javi's playing with a, a young team, right? Like almost half of this team is under the age of 22, and you know, so we just need to have some patience. But we do need to understand that you know the writing's been on the wall for a while now, and the quicker we're able to turn the page on on the kind of the the bad contracts and the bad mentality that may left us, the quicker we'll be able to turn it around.
0: Sure, no, I definitely agree. I, I the only thing I really wanted to point out there was that. Having Messi covered up a lot of our faults, it covered up all a lot of our scoring capabilities. How many times did Suarez not score in a Champions League game over the last few years, and we were just hoping his drought would have ended? Um, how many times did Messi just come out and make a beautiful goal that saved us and won a game? You know, uh, we t- the writing has been on the walls. I totally agree with you. We've seen these things. We've cri- criticized, you know, the the managers, the players, talking about all the things we need to change. I think that with everything happening and happening so fast and suddenly especially uh over this last year year or two with uh Bartomeu and then Messi leaving and the whole debacle of everything else it's just hard that we didn't make the changes soon enough and now everything has collapsed upon us and you know financial crisis uh bad signings with players like Coutinho that don't do anything I mean even in the case of Dembele who was injured for like two seasons essentially um it's just a really hard time when everything crumbles at one time and i um, oh man, it's just it's just really hard to. W- I think the hardest part of the, about this whole thing is the frustration of watching our team just <laughs> utterly just do poorly. Yeah, I mean this, the man. the
1: upside though is that we'll weed out a lot of those fans, right? I mean, I know social media is not the place to to be as a sports fan when things are going bad, but you know, hopefully, we'll weed sure. out the fans who don't really care about the club, who are just messy fans, or or who aren't, you know. um, really bought into to to our ideals and, and what the club means and that's you know the Barca breakdown we're gonna still be here w- whether we're winning or losing um and we've hit rock bottom like you said and so now I think people will have more patience with Javi, right like if you get kicked out of the Champions League and half of those games are under Komen you, you of course cannot put the Champions League under Javi. and so now he has like you know a half a season a little bit more to really work with the team and you know if we lose against Osasuna this weekend I don't think people are going to be <laughs> that shocked, right? We, we've kind of written off this season, <laughs> yeah. which I hope is liberating for yeah. some of our young players because in a in a, a well-functioning team that had planned for the future, even as good as Nico and Gavi are, they would be bench players right now, right? Learning and you know yeah. coming in for some 70-plus minute uh, entrances against you know different La Liga teams. But right now they have to start because that's where we're at with our depth and with our squad. And so hopefully with the, the weight of the – you know legacy of barca kind of off their shoulders because people have you know written the season off as a as a rebuild season and probably next year too this might let them breathe and and, and develop a playing style and learn with xavi and this will be really you know a a, a chance for xavi to kind of start from zero right Komen never had that chance yeah. because he had messi and because he was just not a good coach, Javi has this chance. And so this is where we can see, you know, whether or not the club can really rebuild from the ashes under a coach who will be here for hopefully more than, you know, Lucho or Valverde or
0: Setien or Komen were. Sure. No, totally. And I think uh, Javi said that, said it nicely. You know, he wants the players, especially the young players, to enjoy football. And like you're saying, it'll give them a chance that this pressure kind of is relieved. You know, they're not there's not so much expectations now. We're knocked out of the Champions League. We're seventh on the table. <laughs> We're not scoring goals. I hope they can just truly enjoy the game and develop into, you know, wonderful players as the season goes on and the following season. Um, but, you know... I. <laughs> this is a hard game to talk about a lot of emotion it's it's not um the most pleasing to the eye but you know with that guys i hope you enjoyed this video and please smash that subscribe button because we're going to have more content coming <laughs> out especially after this osa yes the game we can all do our therapy sessions together <laughs>
1: thank you guys Bye-bye. thanks guys